Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hi, everyone, and happy Wednesday. Welcome back. I am starting off today's show by having a little one-on-one chit-chat with you all. Uh, First off, I just want to say how grateful I am for each and every one of you that listen to the show. I know you have a lot of podcasts to choose from and a ton of information to digest on a daily basis, so I really appreciate you allocating some of that time for this podcast. As I sit here today, we are well on our way into 2020. We're actually recording this on January 17th, and I had the privilege of starting off this year by running a She Built This Health Challenge with Meg Staples of Her Tribe Athletics. Meg is also a generous sponsor of this podcast, and she has a discount code that you can use to get her athletic apparel, which I'll tell you more about in a minute. But the Wellness Challenge is a group of over 100 incredible women, and yes, I said over 100, who have been inspiring me and blowing me away this month. Together, we all committed to laying the foundation and just establishing these important habits like exercise, drinking water, and practicing mindfulness every single day for the month of January. So I personally have been feeling better than ever, and unlike what I usually do, which is entirely scrap everything and start from scratch and eliminate everything, I decided to just this month focus more on embracing being more of myself and then integrating that with these healthy habits. And as a result, I think I feel a little more alive, which is awesome. So it's been a great journey. There's definitely going to be more challenges like it. We already have everybody asking us when the next one is, and we're going to do one in the spring. So stay tuned. I'll definitely tell you about that. As a whole, the She Built This community is just rocking it. So if you're part of what we're building in there, you can give yourself a big old pat on the back for being an important piece of the movement. And if for some reason you haven't joined the She Built This Facebook group, or you want to know more about what all of this is, as well as help us spread the word and get involved, you can head over to shebuiltthis.org and it will give you the skinny and give you access to all the collaborations and the uplifting community that is there. On that page, you'll also be able to link out to this podcast, and then you can find out more about Her Tribe Athletics, our sponsor. She also has a exclusive discount code that you can use when shopping with her. So I'm totally going to botch this, but I saw a great quote while I was driving the other day on, I think it was a sign in Marlboro, New Hampshire, And it said something like, we build longer tables, not higher walls. And I really loved that to kind of describe the kind of community that we're building in She Built This. It's just all about like collaboration, positive vibes, and helping each other to succeed. So lastly, now that I've talked your ear off, um, there's big changes coming to the podcast besides just the new intro music. I am just going to be cranking up the volume on this podcast and I want to start mixing it up not only with just stories of how people got started, but also some really juicy topics that we all want to hear about to help bring our businesses to the next level. So more on that soon. Smiley face emoji, hashtag cliffhanger. Last, lest you think I was just planning on rattling on and on and talking to myself today, you are wrong. 
because I'm actually joined today by Erica Austin of Stronger, who has been patiently sitting here listening to Blabber on, just like you. Um, Erica is the founder of Strong Her. It's a trauma-informed functional fitness program for survivors of domestic violence. She saw a need to offer a safe trauma-informed environment for survivors to physically process the traumatic events that they have experienced as a way to heal. And she's actually, it's a grantee of Reebok. So we're going to hear more about that. She's a fitness coach specializing in women, trauma, and pregnancy and postpartum. She holds a bachelor's degree from Riviera University and had, has participated in 30 hours of crisis intervention, training through Bridges Domestic and Sexual Violence Support. She's a level one CrossFit trainer and a certified birth fit coach, as well as a personal trainer. Welcome, Erica. I now will take my first <laughs> breath in five minutes. <laughs> Breathing is good. It's suggested. Yes. yes. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you got started and where sure. this concept of Strong Her came from. So maybe you can just start by telling us your story. Yeah, definitely. So um, the concept of Strong Her came about because of my own, my own life. Um, I'm a two-time survivor of domestic violence. Um, and, uh, the second time, uh, when I was going through my divorce, um, as I was moving through it, the process, I kept feeling like I want to go back to CrossFit. I had done it a while ago and, you know, it was kind of this nagging thing in my head. And I knew one of the owners of a local gym and I'd been talking to him one day, uh, but I couldn't afford it at that time. And he had said, Hey, just come, just come to the gym, you know, and it'll be fine. After a few weeks uh, and some logistical issues, um, I was going to have to pay for it, and which is fair. It's a business. We all have businesses. And, uh, but I, I couldn't afford it. And so, but I found that it was making a huge difference for me. Um, I was able to um, process better things during the day. Um, it had a community that was so supportive. Um, my kids love to watch me, you know, work out and push myself. And, um, I was more happy at home. You know, there was all these things that were happening. So, um, it kind of came about that I was watching myself change and challenge myself. And, um, and I thought, you know what, like there's so many other women that could benefit from this and how, uh, how can we uh, you know, let them participate in this and not have to pay for it because, you know, um, f you know, financially it's expensive. So, um, I actually went and got my, um, level one, my CrossFit level one. And while I was there, I, uh, got partnered with someone from Reebok and we were chatting one day at lunch and I said, I have this really cool idea, you know, and I really think this could work. Um, kind of side note, like my my background has been that for the past 10 years, I have, you know, um, focused on the protection of children and um, protective parents and, you know, uh, cases where there's potential abuse. So I know a lot of um, the domestic violence organizations, New Hampshire Coalition, um, and I know a lot of people there. So, um, you know, I'm chatting with her and she She's like, hey, I want you to talk to this person at Reebok. So like fast forward a month and, you know, this tiny little idea, you know, <laughs> grew into this huge, you know, thing. And um, and they love the idea. And so um, 
I had just missed their grant cycle at that point because it's it's open it's it opens and then it shuts down and for a year they move through it and um, and so I ended up uh, just kind of working on it on my own over that year and and piecing it together. So um, and and so I then um, ran started running a program out of one local gym. Um, and basically I was just doing it for free. I was like, just come, just come to the class. I'm, I'm not getting paid. You don't need to pay. Um, I did a fundraiser and that helped, uh, at one point it did help, um, fund, uh, some of the women's, um, just a little bit for the gym that was helping out. And, um, what kind of classes were you teaching at that time for free? So those are the stronger. Okay. Um, yeah. And so they would come in the evening. Um, I work with uh, Bridges. They have support groups during the day. So, you know, I reached out to them. I said, hey, if you have women, you know, send them my way. Um, send their children my way. You know, we'll, we're just, we're going to piece this together. And it was honestly just the coolest thing that I've ever seen. Um, you know, I had probably about five women that started, um, and probably about two to three kids came, came along. And, um, while the moms are working out because I do the, the pregnancy postpartum stuff, I'm really used to having, you know, kids around and what the safe practices are for the gym and stuff. And so, you know, we would give some stuff for the kids to do and these moms, you know, started working out and, I start the class by just asking them, like, tell me one word about, like, where you're at for today. And I don't care what that one word is. And um, and so uh, we start with that. And then um, I write their workout. I preface everything by saying that, you know, if you – if, if you come in and, you know, you have had like a court hearing, if you've had something happen that day, that's super stressful. You come in and you're like, I feel like I want to punch someone right now. You know, normally someone might be like, ooh, that's not okay. You know, but I look at that and it's a body, it's a body response, you know. And so um, let me know these things because I can tailor this workout to what you need um, because it's all about processing our experiences out, you know, like there's, um, this is so needed. I mean, we're like literally not taught these things anywhere, not in school. No. Yeah, no, we're not. Um, there's this really cool, um, psychologist, uh, Peter Levine, and he did, um, I think it was in the seventies. He did, um, this research about like animals in the wild. They experience life-threatening stuff every day. They don't have PTSD. They don't have it. But we as humans experience this stuff, and it's becoming a major problem in our society, you know, PTSD and trauma. And, and why is that happening? Well, animals move. They're processing out, like, whatever's happening to them. They're moving it through their body. So now it's translating that to humans, you know. And so when people come in and they're like, I want to run away. I, I want to punch something. I want to jump up and down screaming. All of those things are things that I can work with. You know, there's a movement that we can do, um, and it's um, watching them process it through. There's been times where, you know, I've had someone do something, and I'm like, we're going to stop for a minute. Like, we, I don't – I never have them leave um, where they're feeling worse than when they came in, ever, you know. And so my job as a coach is to be able to assess, like, each woman constantly where are they at. Um, and then there's been times where like, 
um, like I'll never forget. So, um, I, I had, there was three women, they were on the rower. Um, you know, something that I guess I take for granted every day when I went into the gym and you row 2000, you do all this stuff. God, do I know I yeah. have one and I hate that yeah. thing. I mean, I love it and I hate it. So yeah. And, but like, I, I put him on the rower and I was like, we're going to row 1500. And this pun woman, she was a ball of fire and she's like, are you crazy? And, um, and that day, uh, there was another class running on the other part. And one of the gentlemen was passing through and he was always super encouraging of everyone in the gym. And normally when I run the classes, um, they are the only class in the gym. I don't want other people, you know, because women may not feel comfortable having males in the gym. They may not have that, you know, it's so it's, that's, you know, and, um, so he came in and he started encouraging her. And it was hilarious because she was like, I'm doing it. I'm rowing. And he's like, go. And the two of them went on for like 10 minutes as wow. she rowed. And I let it happen because like here are women who have had negative experiences with males in their life. And here's this guy just cheering her on for something so simple. That's like, just row this 1500. And it was so awesome to see. You know. so, so these classes, the strong her classes are always done in a gym. Yeah. Do yep. you do you partner only with CrossFit gyms or do you kind of? No. So um, what's been happening is there's been a lot of um, kind of movement with the program itself. So originally the basis was CrossFit. Um, I love functional fitness and, and um, I feel like you can vary so many workouts. You can scale anything. Um, the model's really great. Um, trying to fit into a specific CrossFit gym time slot and stuff can be a little difficult just because the gyms have their, have their schedules. Um, and I think also too, finding that, um, after the women are done the program. So the program is three months. Um, it's a 12 week program and, um, it's a combination of, um, functional fitness classes and then I partner with Impact Boston, which is a trauma-informed self-defense program that's been around for a long time. And um, so they actually get um, every other week. So we do three days, um, one week of functional fitness classes. And then the next week is two days functional fitness. One day, it's a two-hour block of self-defense. So we are melding those two pieces together um, to make it something really empowering for these women. After that three months is over, what happens to them? And that was a huge question. So um, CrossFit gyms, their membership is fairly expensive, you know, and there's actually been a lot of interest in the Strong Her program. So I can't bring in like 15 women and then ask a gym to fund 15 women's memberships unending. Right, right. So um, I actually had a really cool meeting yesterday with a gym um, and uh, – it would be a really great experience because they have a, a larger reach and they have funding to be able to fund these women's memberships when they're done. Um, and so it would still be on the premise of functional fitness. It's just kind of specifically dropping that CrossFit per se. How do they come out on the other end, I guess? Like what transformation do you see? Oh my God. It's so great. It's yeah, so I imagine. Great. Like 
um, they they come to class and they're so excited. Like they they're like, I couldn't wait for class to start. I can't wait for this. Um, they feel better in their daily life. I actually um, I women sign releases if I want to talk to their their advocates at the domestic violence organizations, all of that. And I've gotten some feedback. Like uh, some of the women actually, one woman felt okay to like lower and stop her anxiety medication. Wow. She's like, I just didn't feel like I needed it today. Um, the advocates were noticing that the women were coming in and they were more of a community. You know, they were laughing. They were like coming in and, and just happier. Um, they noticed a noticeable change within weeks of participating in the class. Um, and actually, uh, this past summer, cause they don't do, um, support groups in the summer, they picked back up in September and the women were already asking like, when is the stronger program starting again? It out of, out of what, they have offered, they were like, this is the one thing that's helped us. Um, and so that that's really cool. So now is this right now kind of a side hustle for you? And if so, how are you balancing that? So um, I have kind of a unique experience for myself and my kids where right at the moment, um, I have the ability to have it be like my soon hopefully to be primary hustle <laughs> um and uh so it's kind of been like a side hustle but more of like a, a just progressing right so something. just something you're building yeah. yeah yep all right so let's talk about some of the things that we as women can do on a like let's talk about why this is even a need and then what are some things that we can do on a daily basis and be aware of to be safer yeah so um, I don't think people realize uh, how prevalent domestic violence and um, is like in our society. Uh, just to give you some stats, and I'll even pick like um, I have both New Hampshire and like the you know countrywide. But like on a typical day, uh, domestic violence hotlines receive twenty one thousand calls. Wow! So that's fifteen calls every minute, um, and these are people that are even willing to call. Right. There's right. A, a load of people that are not willing to call. Um, in New Hampshire, um, 40.4% of New Hampshire women have experienced intimate partner physical violence. So, I mean, that number's huge. That's a lot of women. It's a lot of women. Um, and I'll preface that by saying that because I work with women specifically, like that's what I'm kind of focusing on today. I mean, there is... It says also here that 37.8% of New Hampshire men have experienced that. So, I mean, as a whole in our society, this is a major issue. Yeah, and it's not talked about. No, no, it's very taboo. I mean, in the last 10 years or so, we are talking about it a lot more, um, but it's still something that, you know, people, they get nervous about talking about. So what do you think are some of the underlying issues? And also, how can we sort of prevent this in in you know, what can we do to prevent it, you know? As women? Yeah, in addition to raising awareness, because I think that's the first step. Um, so uh, having been, like, in this field for a while, I think one of the biggest things that we can do is start educating our daughters and our teenage women so early on that they are worthy of so much more. You know, um looking at, you know, family cycles of violence, um, what these uh, children are experiencing at home before they get to school, like all of these things um, that despite what they've grown up with, despite, you know, all of these adverse child experiences, um, that they are worthy of so much more. Because 
honestly, like, you have to look at, like, no woman just wakes up in the morning and is like, God, I want to find a guy who's a real jerk, you know, and you just don't. And and so it's trying to educate, um, doing a ton of education, really empowering people first and foremost to be able to know um, and to be in positive communities and um, to be a listening ear, you know, if something's going on, um, to believe people, you know, you know, these kids when they're saying this stuff so that as they're growing into women and they're choosing partners, um, that they're making, um, choices that are going to be healthy and positive for them, um, to the best of their ability. You know, I mean, you're, it's going to happen. You're going to find a relationship and, and maybe not see some signs. I think it's educating women on what are some signs, some red flags of things that you need to be looking out for. Um, and and so I think it's it's starting from there. Um, yeah, I think giving your power away can happen really slowly and kind of creep up on you. So do you want to talk about um, either some of those signs or just like things to be aware of in as a woman? Like even even as simple as when you're leaving the grocery store, like what you should be watching for. You know, I want to help bring some of those things to light. Yeah, your intuition. Your intuition is huge. Um, we're kind of taught as a society to not listen to it um, in a certain in a certain way. Um, it, it is actually one of the biggest things that you need to listen to. You know, if you're coming out of that grocery store and um, there's been a person in the store that maybe um, you've been around and for whatever reason you get that weird feeling in your stomach, like something doesn't feel right, you know, and then you see that person again in the parking lot and you have that, um, you know what, it, it's totally fine to ask you know, a, a carriage kid out there or whatever, you know, a person in the store like, hey, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. Could you just mind, you know, coming to the parking lot with me? Um, you know, listening to that, um, not walking out to your car at night alone, um, taking a self-defense class, you know, is huge. It, um, you know, and, and educating yourself on if something happens, like what are some things that I can do? Um, you know, uh, even basic things, you know, um, with your house at night, making sure that you have like deadbolts on your house, um, making sure that you have window shades, you know, um, making sure that if you're going out with friends and you're going to a bar or something like that, that you have a plan that no one's left alone. Um, or if someone wants to leave on their own with someone that, you know what, you, you're going to watch out for that person. Um, you know, uh, yeah, you know, really, you know, not going running, you know, if you're going to go running and say you're running through like the Oval in Milford, there's a lot of people around and you have your earbuds in, you know, like you're still aware of your surroundings, but don't go running in the woods with your earbuds, you know, on and there's no one around. You have no idea, you know, what, who or what, you know, might, you know, jump out of the bushes or something like you just, you have to make sure that you're safe. Unfortunately, in this day and age, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Just using caution precautions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So let me ask you this. I I'm a relatively, I'm not, I'm not, not strong, but I feel like I'm scrappy. Like, I don't <laughs> think I could like, <laughs> I don't know if I could really deliver somebody a punch that would like knock them out, you know? Right. So do you think that a woman of any size, strength or weight could take one of your classes or courses and walk out feeling more confident and able to protect herself? Oh yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, it's, it's going to be that emotional confidence, you know, what we're, what we're working on, you know, we talk about, um, building resiliency. We talk about, um, 
Yeah. And before the podcast, you had talked a little bit about voice too. So tell me more about that. You know, when, when you're going through this process, like it's, um, yeah, you'll get stronger and you'll have some body changes and stuff like that. But, um, your goal and this, the goal of this program is not to, you know, allow you to be like a, you know, super wrestler (laughs) when you're done. So you can like, you know, do harm to people. Um, it really is, um, you know, building that resiliency, um, learning to use your voice. You know, um, it, it's such an interesting thing that as women, um, we get frightened to use our voice. Um, I had a woman tell me she would honestly rather punch someone. If someone was trying to attack her, she would rather punch someone than actually try to prevent you know, um, some sort of like altercation with her voice because it's so scary to use her voice. Um, and that's just something in society that I think we still struggle with as women. Um, and so it's teaching women that, um, you know, the first line of defense really is standing your ground and being confident to say no in a way that, you know, that may prevent something from even starting. You know, this person may say, you know what, this person's going to put up a fight and I'm just not going to deal with this. Um, Yeah. Um, So I know we talked also before the show a little bit about you offering some of these classes locally and sort of in different ways. What kinds of things do you have planned for the future and to grow this a little? Yeah. So um, there's uh, two different things going on. So as part of being a Reebok grantee, um, I have to be down in Boston teaching. So there needs to be one part of it that's down in Boston. And um, so that's kind of on that end of it. Up here, um, yes. So the particular gym, and I'm not saying the name yet because things are kind of not hashed out, but it it would be really, really cool. there is uh, the potential to, ha- to have a lot of reach with it um, because there's so many around um, and they do so much with community-based stuff. And really the goal um, in the long term is to have this be like a regular program that, you know, cycles through every three months um, and that um, these women can continue to take some sort of, you know, ongoing, some, you know, trauma-informed basic, you know, fitness classes, you know, as part of that so that um, they can stay, you know, maybe with their group of women, you know, that they move through that feels safe to them um, as they kind of move into the world. So, yeah, I mean, the overall goal is to be able to extend this program to as many communities as possible. Um and um, and so far, like I said, you know, one of that's going to be Boston, um, and because that's where the that's where Reebok headquarters is. And then um, I definitely want it to be up here. There's not as many services. You come up into New Hampshire, and there's just not a lot of services for. Um, I mean, there there is the 13 um, domestic violence organizations, and they do an amazing job. Um, but uh, we don't have what like Boston has just so close knit to be able to reach out and have that. So it, there really needs to be more in New Hampshire. I really see a huge opportunity for growth for you. And I think you're going to need to clone yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> all right. So why don't you give your like number one top piece of advice for women? You're just worthy of so much more than you realize. You're, you know what, like piece of advice wise, like, no matter what your story is, you know, um, it, my, uh, and you know, I know I was really brief in the beginning with my story, but like my kids and I, we've experienced a lot. 
you know, and no matter what your story is, no matter what your childhood was, no matter what your adulthood was, whatever it is, like you are worthy of so much more. There are people that like will help you. There is help out there if you ask for it. If you have a dream or something that you want for yourself, like, you know, go after it. And there's people that want to be able to help you, you know, do that. Um, but you're, you're just worthy of more than, you know, and, and you are loved, you know, and I think that very often, um, the women that I see, they come in and they've just been beaten down, you know, and they just haven't had that. And, you know, I feel, and, and, you know, even like that, that situation I told you about where that, that guy was just supporting her, you know, um, she literally was like a different person when she left. You That's know? It was beautiful. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And perfect. Thank yeah. you for saying that. You're welcome. And sharing so openly yeah. with us. Um, all right. I would love for you to tell our audience how they can find you online, connect with you and what we can do to help you. Sure. Um, so right at the moment, I have um, just my Facebook page right now, which is a strong her. Um, and kind of the reason being I'm not extending it into the, the more social media is because um, I, I think what's going to happen with this particular gym is it's we're going to expand it in that way. So um, right at the moment. Oh, and I have some strong her hats there at Flip Decor, oh, nice. um, which are really cool. So um, basically the whole program is funded on um, grants. You know, it's people. And what happens is that's funding um, me to be able to teach. It's funding Impact to come up from Boston and teach their piece of it. Um, it, it will be funding... Um, uh, we're going to have um, – we have special child care for the kids, and we do really special things with them because they've experienced stuff too. So we do special things with them. It funds that. Um, and and so it's funding um, – and it's funding part of, you know, the women's memberships, How however that, that piece is going to come together. Um, and so really, like, it's it's um, people donating that, that money and that and, you know, that piece of it uh, to be able to – get the program going, you know, further than it is right now. So folks can connect with you via email is best. Yeah, they can email me. Um, and, um, they can message me through Facebook if they need to do that. Um, they can call me on the phone. I'm totally fine. Um, you know, and, um, ask, you know, ask how they can help in any way. I've had a lot of people reach out already, some different trainers, um, at the gym, that I'm chatting with right now and they're like, we want to help. We want to do this, you know? And, um, it's, yeah, I can see it growing really quickly, which is so cool. Me too. Yeah. Um, and I'll be sure to put links to everything in the notes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And I hope everyone has a happy, healthy and safe day. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.